0: Hi everyone, this is Amida now uh, I'm in my office in Vancouver and happy to have Carly Pinch with me. And Carly is fresh off the boat, I mean fresh off the plane, yeah. only a week back, a right? Week back, yeah.
1: Um, you've been in Cameroon? Yes, I have. My goodness, when did you go? I, I left in uh, August 2008 and I spent six months in uh, a youth internship placement in the far north in a place called Kaile, a small village. And then uh, when I finished that placement, I requested a, a extension and a transfer, and I moved to the Northwest Province um, and in Beminda and did a one year contract there. Wow! What was,
0: so? Which organization did you go with? Did you go with us?
1: Yes, I went through through VSO. Through VSO. Yes, right. it was okay. VSO before it combined. Oh. <laughs> so you were there
0: before the merger. Yes, I was there before the merger. Okay, so you're on an youth internship.
1: Yes. What did
0: you do there?
1: Um, I was partnered with um, a, a local HIV AIDS organization that was working on community mobilization. So they were focused on um, getting volunteers in the community active in supporting people living with a- HIV and AIDS and uh, increasing awareness, increasing, you know, trying to fight discrimination and um, increasing education amongst, amongst everyone about the HIV problem and how
0: it spread. How is, what is, what's happening in Cameroon with HIV-AIDS?
1: Well, in the far north where I was, uh, one of the main problems was uh, education but also um, women's rights. So the women didn't have uh, so much access to, um, you know, they weren't, it wasn't as easy for them to get tested or to have access to medication and um, so our project was focused, um, a lot of our volunteers were... Uh, just community members, a lot were women, and they were just out there trying to convince people, you know, convince men to allow their women to get tested, or their wives to get oh. tested, because they weren't, the wives weren't allowed to get tested without their husband's permission, in a very Muslim society, okay. and they weren't, they they had to get their husband's permission for everything. So a lot of secrecy involved in, the between the men and the women caused.
0: So well, when you go to a new culture like that, Carly, mm-hmm. are you, you're not a Muslim, are you? No, I'm not. So what did that feel like to you? Did you, have to, did you have to learn and listen a lot to
1: understand the context? I did and I found especially as like as a young woman it was it was very hard to to get to know other women. Um, mm. That that women my own age were often sort of they just stayed home, they, they had young kids um, you know most of them had been married since they were probably 18 or 19 years old so uh, it was hard to get to know other women and men and women aren't really friends in in the Muslim culture so it was I noticed the difference for me than it was for like my example male that male volunteers is that Mm. they had a lot easier time making friends and getting to know people so for me I found it took a lot longer and uh, there was sort of a point after about four months that suddenly the women kind of opened up and (laughs) it was it was a great time when when suddenly it sort of seemed that I was making inroads into
0: I think that you know when when I think about what you just said, I think that's um, not really specific to a Muslim culture. I was just thinking, what would it be like to come to Canada, Mm -hmm. fresh off a plane, Mm -hmm. and know no one, and how would you be treated? And I'm thinking that they they would probably treat you much more in, in a more welcoming way in Cameroon then a stranger in Vancouver would meet. That's would
1: treat you. That's true in a lot of ways because uh when you arrive somewhere it's very obvious from like the way I look and the everything yeah. about me that You're I'm new. a stranger. <laughs> so uh you know everyone is t- tends to want to talk to you and tends to want to sort of, you know, make friends and in a certain way but there's also, you know, sometimes it can be hard with boundary issues. You know, things that we're used to in our culture like, you know, Someone coming into your house without knocking, or you know, just coming over and unannounced at any time—that was a little harder to get used to. <laughs> yes, I bet. Um, you know, I had to I had to learn to not only like you know let my boundaries down a lot, but also to be able to establish them so that I didn't you know get completely overrun all the time. But right. you know, but it was it was interesting. You know, people do are very welcoming, and uh, you know, hmm. but it it's hard to blend in. So it is. You know, so people are always talking to you. So
0: when. So you finish your internship, mm-hmm. and you want to stay longer. This is a good thing. <laughs> it is. Yeah,
1: I wanted to stay longer, but I found that my, my position in particular needed someone with more experience in the field. So I decided rather than extend in the position I was in, I asked for a new placement. And uh, so I moved to a different part of the country and did organizational development. So I was placed with um, a slightly a larger organization. You know, they were about ten to twelve employees, um, and they were an organization working in sustainable development. So they did oh. work with farmers, they did work with uh, like government, all sort of all kinds of levels in the interest of um, better, better governance, better um, accountability. You know, more sustainable actions. And so, what I did with them was um, an organizational development assessment so we oh, went through the okay. whole organization it's a new thing i think that a few of the countries that vso is partnered with is doing yes and uh, for the strategic plans yeah so for new in in cameroon all the new partners have to go through this assessment and so it's it looks at all the aspects of the organization from like human resources financial accountability um you know like material resources skills and like education um, volunteers all these kind of things and it assesses where the organization is strong where they're weak uh, where they want to improve um, you know what where their future path will lie and it kind of sets out a path uh, for future partnership uh, between uh, VSO and the organization I keep saying VSO because in in Cameroon it was only VSO it yes. wasn't partnered we didn't really see KUSO anywhere but Okay, so what is the name of that organization that you were assessing? This, um, they were called the Community Initiative for Sustainable Development.
0: Community that's Initiative for Sustainable Development in Cameroon. Yeah. Wow. And, okay, so you do that mm-hmm. for a year. What happens to you as a person, Carly? You look so well and healthy. So that's one thing I want to say. Yeah. Everybody
1: can't see you, but you look fantastic. You look like uh, you're healthy and doing good. So. Yeah. Well, one of the things about um, about Cameroon, where I in the Northwest Province, is that um, more than like I traveled a bit in Africa afterwards, and more than any other place, you notice they have an abundance of food. Abundance of
0: food. Fabulous. Just give me one second. Somebody's knocking at the door.